Welcome to Joyful Marketing. I'm Simone Soul, and I teach you how to get your life coaching practice fully booked without having to pay for ads, buy Instagram followers, or complicated sales funnels. It's not rocket science, and you can do it too. Listen on to find out how. Hey, friends. I want to talk to you today about a unique policy that I have in my Facebook group in the Joyful Marketing community that I want to tell you guys all about because I think there are principles in business building and entrepreneurship that are really going to help you once you know how to implement it into your life as well, not just within our Joyful Marketing community. And I want to give some extra background and context for those who are in the community who know, who may or may not know as much as they want to about why I have this policy. Okay, so the policy in question is what I call a no crowdsourcing policy. Okay, so here's what I mean by crowdsourcing. When you, when you look to others to give you answers. And most often it manifests in the form of people stating questions or, you know, posts like, you know, hey, has something, something ever happened to you? Or, hey, what would you do if dot, dot, dot? Or, hey, how many of you have done this or experienced that or tried that? How many of you would do this as opposed to something else? Would you something, something in this case, what would you do? You know, if I were to start a podcast, what would you want to hear about? Should I choose this, this topic or that topic? Should I email this person back and say this or should I not? You know, should I start um, hosting chats on Clubhouse or focus on my Instagram? Should I, and this person just, you know, email me to ask for a refund after two coaching sessions. Should I give it to her or should I give her a partial refund or a complete refund? Or should I not give her a refund and double down on continuing coaching? Like, what would you guys do? Right? Or, hey, like I wrote these, you know, two versions of, of this post. And can you guys like read both and tell me which one works better? Like that's another form of crowdsourcing too. There's so many more examples like, hey, should I, um, I'm creating a course. Should I do a, a video course or an audio course? Should I charge at this rate or that rate? Should I increase my price now or should I do that later? Should I, da, 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 da. the list goes on. Okay. This is something that people say that, that that's actually my favorite, which is I love when people say, because I, people know when they come into my community that there's, I place a huge val, uh, premium on taking responsibility for your own decision-making and for your own thoughts and for your own results. And so people would say things like, hey, I know there are no right answers, but I just wanted to hear other people's thoughts on that. I know there's no right answers and it's just whatever I, I decide, but I still was curious if other people, da, 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 da. right? It's like, let's just pause right here. Let's be really honest. When you say that, what's underneath that is that you're not actually believing that there are truly no right answers. You're not really believing that any choice you could make could be the right one. You're asking, you know, I know there's no right answers, but can you tell me that? You're asking still from an energy of wanting to make the correct decision, which is hiding the assumption that there is a way to make an incorrect, wrong decision. 
I invite you to really think about this. If you truly, truly believe that there's no right or wrong answer, you would not ask other people. You would not ask around. You would just decide because you wouldn't be worried about getting it wrong in any way because you would just decide, oh yeah, I just decide and I decide to like my reasons, right? One of the biggest, here's why I harp harp on this is one of the biggest differences between a struggling beginning entrepreneur and a strong, mature entrepreneur is not how long you've been doing it. It's how much you trust yourself to make your own decisions for your own business. And I see struggling entrepreneurs, they spend a lot of time doing this. They spend a lot of time thinking, 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 ruminating, ruminating, researching, researching, and a big part of researching and involves trying to like ask other people for their opinions, right? Polling, right? Crowdsourcing. All the while, mature, strong entrepreneurs In all that time that the other person was thinking and ruminating, researching and polling and crowdsourcing, mature entrepreneurs made 10 different decisions in that time. They made all these decisions on their own, fast. They can make decisions fast if you're just making them for for yourself, right? They implement and they get results and then they get data to work with that keeps improving the quality of their decisions because they're getting more data. Whereas struggling entrepreneurs are not creating data because they're not deciding and implementing. Instead, they are pulling other people and thinking and ruminating and researching, trying to get it right. Okay. That is the power of knowing how to make decisions for yourself and not crowdsourcing. And if you master this one skill, it will radically put you on such a faster track to making more money and being way more effective in your business. I promise you, and this is why I'm making such a big deal out of this. And this is why I have such a, such a firm policy of no crowdsourcing, right? And if you g- genuinely wanted to get like a variety of opinions on anything that's related to online marketing, you could literally Google it and find just lots and lots of opinions on literally any topic. Like the internet is just awash with people's opinions and experiences, right? It doesn't mean any of it is going to be necessarily useful to you. It might right? But when you're in your own CEO space, sure, you can you can seek the feedback you need, but how adept are you? How capable are you? How powerful do you feel in just making the call and trusting yourself with it, right? So the crowdsourcing can be exactly the right thing to do when you are jonesing for the best guacamole recipe or when you want recommendations for the best tailor in town. But Remember that trying to find the best recipe or finding the best tailor or the finding the best restaurant, whatever, that's not the same as you being in your own creative entrepreneurial pursuit, right? Because when you're in your entrepreneurial pursuit, you're not just trying to, you're not like if you go to a restaurant, if you find the guacamole recipe, that's it. But this is something you're building. You're building that you're being the CEO, right? And the CEO does not make decisions via crowdsourcing. And I want to encourage you to go cold turkey on soliciting other people's opinions to help you decision-making. And I want to sell you today on why that's so valuable, very specifically, and how to think about it in different ways when you find yourself wanting to crowdsource answers. I want you to think about one decision right now that you're thinking of where you are wanting to seek other people's opinions, where you are waiting for an expert to come tell you, oh, this is definitely the right thing to do. And then make 
set the intention right now that by the end of this episode, you're going to have made a powerful decision on that that you love. Just decide that right now, okay? All right, so with that intention set, (laughs) here's what I want to talk about. So number one reason I want to sell you against crowdsourcing is when you want to ask a crowdsourcing question, that question is often masking the real question underneath. And looking within to find the real question often ends up being so much more useful in terms of you getting what you need. So for example, instead of saying, hey, has such and such ever happened to you? Right. I just want to like get people's experiences. Has, has, has this ever happened to you? Like, what did you do with it? Right. Cause you can see lots of people ask these kinds of questions. Instead of that, here's what you can say instead. Hey, XYZ happened to me. And here is the support I need to move forward. Right. Like when you're thinking about a situation, ask yourself, what do you really want to know? Cause who cares what happened to other people? Right. What do you want to know? How is this relevant to you? Like what it's going to help you move forward and then state that plainly. Hey, this happened to me. This is, this is the clarity I need. This is the support I need. This is the information I need. Who has it? As opposed to, has this ever happened to you? What do you think? Right? Like doing the work within yourself to get clear on what will serve you. And that is going to take you closer to finding what you need. Second reason that you should not crowdsource is because I want you to practice giving yourself the permission that you are seeking to just do the damn thing, to make the damn call. So a question like, hey, would you do da-da-da-da-da if blah, 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 can mask, hey, am I wrong for wanting to da-da-da-da-da or is something bad going to happen to me if I do something, something, right? Or when somebody asks, you know, in a, in a crowdsourcing kind of way, like, hey, in this situation, would you go with option A or B? That might be masking, really wanting to say, hey, I want to choose A out of the two options, but I'm afraid because of the, this and that reason. Can you help me think through this? Right? You always already have an opinion or you all, you might have an, an opinion and, and a fear that goes with it, right? And that's Okay. But what is it that you wish somebody would just tell you, right? What do you wish somebody would give you permission to be able to do? Like what reassurance are you looking for when you ask that question? What if you just decided to give that to yourself, right? Am I wrong for wanting to do this? What if you decided you're right for wanting to do it and you should totally do it, right? What if you're afraid of choosing A over B? What if you told yourself, Hey, I might be afraid, but I'm going to make the call anyway, because I trust myself to handle whatever the results are, right? I promise you're going to find so much more power and self-authority in giving yourself the trust, the reassurance, the permission you need to just be able to make the call, to do the thing, to keep it moving. It's going to serve you so much more powerfully in your business. And you will never be able to access that power and self-authority if you just kept operating based on other people giving you the permission, other people giving you the reassurance, right? That nothing bad's ever going to happen or that that's the right thing to do. It's like you become the CEO who 
defines what the path of rightness is. You become the CEO who trusts herself to handle whatever happens because because she's somebody who can handle things, right? The third reason I want to dissuade you from crowdsourcing answers is that the greatest gifts and the biggest magic can come from defying popular consensus. You know, some of the best decisions in my life and in my business came from moments when crowdsourcing the answers would might have like unanimously put me on the opposite path, right? Like if I asked everybody they might, around me, they would have said, oh, definitely pick X over Y. And I didn't ask them. I just decided like, you know what? I'm going to do Y instead, even if every, nobody understands my decision, nobody would do the same thing. And that turned out to be what created my success. So forget what you think other people would do. Forget what you think other people think is a good idea. What do you want to do? Do you like your reasons? What would it be like to completely trust yourself to defy whatever popular consensus is, which do not care because you love your reasons so much for making the decision that you want to make? You know, if you poll 10 people, if you should do A and B, A or B, and they all say, hey, you should definitely do A because A is wonderful and B sucks, da 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 choosing A based on that, on that poll could be entirely the wrong thing for you, your business, and the people that you serve. Because maybe in a world full of people doing A, your people need you to be the one person who chooses B. So next time you want to ask, hey, what do you guys think I should do? Just think, like, what if everybody's wrong? <laughs> and I get to create my own right, right? All right. And here's the last reason that I want to dissuade you from crowdsourcing and instead towards making your own decisions and trusting your own decisions is that wanting to crowdsource answers keeps you in trying to succeed as opposed to learn from failure. I'm going to say this slowly because it's really a really big, important idea that if you really understand it, you, you grok it, it's going to change everything for you. What slows people down most in business is trying to succeed. That might sound paradoxical, but each decision that people make, even something as minor as like creating a social media post gets belabored and tortured and hard and time consuming because they're, they're trying to make sure that it's perfect, that it's going to create the outcome that they want. They're, they, they want to make sure that it's going to succeed in the way they want. What slows people down is trying to succeed. What they should be trying to do is to make as many decisions as possible to fail as often as possible, gather as much data points as possible, and learn and iterate as much as possible. When you're asking other people for their opinions to help you decide, what you're doing is delaying decision-making. You are delaying failure. You are delaying learning. You delay coming into your own executive CEO 
power and capability. And that, my friend, costs you money. Think of it like every time you crowdsource for other people's answers and opinions, think of your CEO identity drifting far further away from you. Like pull it back, <laughs> get your CEO identity back. You, you become more of a CEO every time you make a decision for yourself, right? And here are some golden questions that I want to recommend to you that I always ask myself. What would I choose if I were not afraid of failure? What would I go for if I wasn't afraid of feeling a negative emotion about the result? Like, I don't need to know for sure that the result is going to be what I want because I can't control the future, but I can control how, you know, if something happens that I would rather not have happen and I feel bummed out about it or angry or confused or embarrassed or whatever, I, I have a negative emotion about it. I can trust myself to process that emotion with self-love and self-compassion, right? So therefore I welcome any negative emotion because I know how to feel emotions. It's not a big deal. I trust myself to learn, right? Like what would you choose if you trusted yourself a hundred percent to create learning, from your decision that strengthens you as a coach and adds to your wisdom and most importantly adds to your bottom line, right? And decide courageously from that. And when I talk about not crowdsourcing, some people misunderstand and they think I'm saying don't ask for help, don't ask for support, right? That is not what I'm saying. By all means, ask questions, ask for support. And my, you know, for example, my joyful marketing community um, in our Facebook group is just, is just like so known. Like everybody can see that it is just the most loving, supportive community ever where everybody has each other's back and we see each other in, in each other's highest potential. And there is just so, so much genuine, authentic support available. Like there's lots of questions and asking for support happening. And the difference between that and crowdsourcing is when you are relying on other people for support at the cost of building up your own support. And that is what I want to discourage, right? What would it be like to lean on your own selves for support as much as you lean on others for support, right? I really believe one of the ideas that I hold dear is interdependence, right? We're not meant to be hyper-independent. I don't believe that it's a virtue to be entirely self-sufficient and not need anybody else, not need anything from anybody else. Like that's not a vision of the world that, that I hold, right? I believe in interdependence where we all depend on each other. And in order for us to have healthy interdependence, the prerequisite is our the relationship that you have with yourself where you learn how to have your own back. You learn how to support yourself no matter what emotions are happening. You learn how to support yourself through experiences of failure and through experiences of you know feeling doubt and fear on your way to making powerful decisions as a CEO. And that skill of self-support makes our interdependent community support so much richer, so much higher quality. I think that's one of the reasons that our joyful marketing community, like the support is so high level, 
and you get such brilliant feedback, you get such brilliant answers from your peers because we are all learning how to come from a place of self-support first as much as we lean on each other. And I think both are beautiful and we want to make sure that we are leaning on both other people and our own internal reservoir of wisdom and resilience and self-compassion, self-trust, all that stuff. Okay. So I hope I have made for you a compelling case to stop crowdsourcing answers and to start cultivating your own power as a CEO to just make the call without the research. If you take this seriously and if you consistently implement it, exercise it in your day-to-day decision-making in your business, I promise you that is going to grow your business so fast, it's going to make your head spin. It's not the most comfortable thing to do, and it is the most results-accelerating thing to do. It's really served me well, it served my clients well, and I know that it'll serve you well as well. All right, my friends, I'll talk to you next time. Hey, if you want a shot of fresh inspiration and actionable tips to improve your marketing every single week in your inbox, you better get on my email list. Sign up to receive my free ebook called 20 Unsolicited Copy Tips. It's been known to get people to come out of the woodwork and ask to work with you. So get on that link in the show notes and I'll see you in your inbox next time. Bye.